When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. But our hoop guest on this Wednesday morning has forged, well, a really admirable path to the top level from the 2019 rookie draft to the Cats primary list and then... As a primary weapon for his side, Tom Atkins has gone from pressure forward to wrecking ball midfielder, a premiership player, and as of last year, a runner-up in a club best and fairest. Tom, welcome to SEN. Hey, guys. And as of this off-season, a married man, I might add. How was that? Yeah. Um, yeah, probably uh, most importantly of all, of all my uh, recent life events. Um, yeah, it's been good. Nothing much has changed, really. Um, but yeah, I was, had a great weekend. Uh, with family and friends. How'd you celebrate? Where'd you celebrate? Uh, We were at my parents' um, house, my family home. Um, We just put a marquee on the front front paddock and, um, yeah, had a sit-down dinner Um, and then a bit of a recovery the next day. So it turned into a bit of a a full weekend thing. An event. I love it. Who was, uh, can I ask, who was the best man and were you satisfied with how that all played out? (laughs) <laughs> well, I had I didn't have a best man per se. Um, I had three of my good mates um, in my bridal party, and uh, James Allen spoke, who's a close friend of mine, and he did well. He um, <laughs> took um, took the Mickey out of my old man, which is always a good move. Now, a lot of pressure with the best man speech, I always find, because you've got to strike that balance between being sincere and funny and everything else you're supposed to be, but not tip too far in one particular direction. Oh no, you're you're always pretty safe. Um, trying to be funny uh, in, around my family. Right. So, um, yeah, it was good. Went down well. Now, the reason you're here is to talk footy. I mean, how's the summer been from a preparation point of view? Obviously, longer than normal? Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess the off-season was pretty long. Um, but, no, it's been good. I've actually enjoyed it. It's probably the most motivated I've felt. Um, and I think the rest, rest of the crew can uh, attest to that. Um, yeah, the more time you have, I guess... Uh, the longer you sort of think about, um, you know, what could have been and uh, what can be going forward. So, yeah, it's been good. Um, last couple of weeks have been great. We've been uh, pretty pretty solid into match simulation. And, um, yeah, we've got Carlton next Thursday. So it's all heating up now. Oh, it is indeed. It's coming up quick. Uh, Tom Atkins is with us because it's Geelong Membership Day here, of course, at SEN. Uh, you can get a two-for-one three-game uh, membership. Uh, code is SEN. Cats. So I know we're closer to the new season, as you just suggested, Tom, than the old one, but you were one of only three Cats to play every game, and it was a pretty tough year on the injury front for your club. You runner-up in the best and fairest, as I mentioned, back-to-back best clubman awards. I mean, you'd have to have been satisfied with that on an individual basis. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, obviously, but it's, I don't know, it's a bit of a hollow feeling, really, um, especially coming off the, the 2022 flag. Um, that's 
once you get a taste of that, that's sort of all you want. Um, you want to experience that with with your mates and, and your family again. Um, and then there's there's also players that missed out on that 2022 grand final that you want to experience that as well. So, um, yeah, it was a. I was just happy to be on the park every week. Um, you know, there's a lot of luck involved with uh, being available um, and getting your body right. So, um, and then, yeah, obviously pretty keen this year to, to rectify, um, you know, how we went, make finals again and, and challenge for another flag. So how did you reflect from a player point of view um, and assess it? And what, what did go wrong? I mean, is it was it simply down to availability or, or lack thereof for you in the, in the most part? Yeah, there's a combination of things that happen. Um, yeah, we probably didn't have the greatest start to the year. Um, that obviously didn't help. And then uh, we lost a couple of key players as well um, that really affected our uh, game style and and that. Um, but yeah, we yeah we obviously um, you know going into this year we've got availability from those players again, um, and we've got some really good young players that are putting their hand up as well. So. Very, um, yeah, very optimistic about how we can perform. Yeah, what does availability look like on the track for you at the moment? I think you've pretty much got a clean bill, haven't you? I think Cam Guthrie's out there, Jack Henry's out there as well. Yeah, yeah, it's been great to have those guys back. Um, both such great leaders, um, and Cam's um, got a real fire uh, this year. He's really brought the intensity um, to training, and um, yeah, it's it's. It's been great. Yeah, we've been lucky so far, touch wood. Um, but, yeah, obviously with games to come, um, yeah, it'll be uh, – we'll see. We'll have to see how we go. Yeah, so Joel Selwood, whenever he was going to retire, Tom was obviously going to be missed. That's an understatement. But not having Cam there, I think he only played half a dozen games and he would normally be alongside you in there. Geez, you would have missed him. Yeah, he's a yeah, he's a massive part of our midfield. Um he he works both ways. Um, oh yeah, I've got a lot of respect and admiration for Cam. Um, and yeah, we did miss him at times, but um, you know I thought we had guys that stepped up. Like Tanner had a great year. Um, we had Bozy who who come through the midfield a bit as well. Holmesy as well. He you know played a bit more midfield time than um, maybe the year before. So yeah, um, when someone goes down, it always opens up opportunities for other players. And, uh, I thought we had young guys that stepped up. And just on those young guys, and there is some next-gen talent coming through, a couple of text messages here, Tom, asking, and at the risk of putting on the spot here, which one of the, the younger players or the young kids have impressed you the most in the preseason? Uh, yeah, they've all been great. Um, Sean's a really mature guy, obviously, um, coming from Werribee. Um, probably his professionalism has been impressive. Um, I really like Ollie Wiltshire. Um, I just think he's, he's really smooth and um, doesn't get uh, flustered um, with ball in hand. Um, and then um, Connor as well. He's um, yeah, he's just a supreme athlete and also very professional. George George Stevens as well. Um, you know, the list is endless. But yeah, uh, yeah, all those guys have really brought uh, you know just a, a real air of professionalism to their first year. Just speaking about this before you joined us, but I guess given the constant contending that your club has has done, Tom, um, predicting uh, predicting Geelong's demise has become you know an annual event of sorts. And now that you're a hunter instead of the hunted, what what does that do for a player's mindset, if if anything? It, uh, it doesn't change my mindset. It's always been the same, and I think I could probably speak for all the other older guys in the team that it's never really fussed us. Um, you know, Joel articulated it well um, two years ago. I think before we won the flag, we don't we don't apologise for always being up 
um, the pointy end and challenging. Um, you know, and, and I've always thought that our experience list holds us in good stead. Um, yeah, I think there's been many games where we've won by less than a goal, um, where our older guys have really known how to control the game. And, um, yeah, that experience holds in good stead, especially in finals. So, um, yeah, I don't think it's an issue. It hasn't been an issue, and I don't think it'll be an issue this year. So are you you fully expecting as a player to, to, to play finals again, that last year was just a year where, you know, for various reasons things conspired against you, but are you fully expecting to, to feature again? I mean, it's amazing listening to some people. I mean, some are saying, you know, you'll miss, you'll win this amount of games. They're almost waiting for you, predicting that you're going to bottom out. I mean, what do you say to that? Absolutely expecting to play finals. Um, yeah, I... I expect to to make the grand final and win. Um, I think everyone else does. That's that's sort of the bar that um, a lot of us have have set for ourselves over the last couple of years. And um, yeah, I, like I just said, the experience holds us in good stead. You look at our so-called older guys. Um, a lot of them are our best players. So uh, yeah, I, I don't really understand where that comes from. Um, I guess it's just chatter. And mm. but we don't we don't really listen to it. We kind of um, just focus on our game style. And, um, yeah, go out and perform each week. What's Chris Scott, what's the coach's message been, Tom, in resetting? You know, reviewing and resetting, I guess, to create an overarching theme for you guys. You know, when you, you knock on the door and you're so close year upon year and then you finally get there. So for them to then fall out of contention altogether last year, how has he and a new look coaching staff, I might add, looked to, to reset? What's the messaging been around that? Yeah, Chris has been great. Um, it's never been... Um, Oh, I'm going to get this wrong. Throw the baby out with the bathwater or whatever that you nailed it. thing is. Um, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, no, it's never been uh, we're going to completely reimagine our game style or anything. Um, you know, it's, we make small alterations um, in order to um, evolve with the game and try to keep winning games. Um, and, yeah, Chris has always been great. He's a really cerebral uh, thinker. And, um, yeah, I think he's always trying to keep us one step ahead of where the game's going. So... Um, that's been similar again this off-season and pre-season. Um, and we've trained in a way that, um, yeah, we think can win us games this year. Yeah, so from a game-style point of view, there's not uh, certainly not wholesale changes listening to you, maybe not even tweaks. The Geelong we saw last year, your philosophies are the same for this year? Uh, yeah, philosophy, yes. Uh, there's been tweaks for sure. Um, you know, there's going to be um, changes in, in the way the game's played this year and, and we're hoping that we can... Um, use those uh, to our advantage. So, um, yeah. What are you... changes? Not yeah. too many, though. Yeah. So, James Rowley comes in. Stephen King, I'm sure you probably had a bit to do with Kingy over the summer. What are you looking to improve individually then? Uh, you know, much as it is obviously about the collective, there's time to work on your own your own game. Tom, what, what have you been working on? Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm still trying to find my feet, I guess, as a midfielder. So, um yeah, I, I, I want to try and keep um, that defensive um, side of my game where I can um, go to an opposition player and um, try and nullify them or, um, you know, be that defensive half of the of the midfield team so that Paddy and um, our guns can can um, be the best that they can. Uh, but I also um, need to try and be damaging um, and I need to try and run patterns that um, help the rest of the team as well uh, to receive the ball. So... Um, stuff like that. Um, and, yeah, that's pretty much it. Just trying to get a bit quicker and a bit stronger, I guess. Um, that's sort of where 
where my focus has been. So perhaps more offensive? More you're gonna bother the highlight reels are you this year? A couple more snags? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um no chance of that. Maybe just try and get um a few more balls on the outside. Right. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's probably the extent of it. Okay, okay. I saw something you said late last year around, you know, I think you mentioned 10 minutes, like 10 minutes, obviously working on your game all the time, but have the players been given more or less 10 minutes after a session to work on whatever they want to work on? Yeah, that's called um, individual time. Um, you know, that's 10 minutes after an hour and a half, hour and 40 session, uh, 40 minute session, um, just where you can um, go with players from your own, from your same divisions or um, grab coaches uh, to work on anything that you think you need to improve. So, um, yeah, it sort of ranges from through a number of things each session that I'll, I'll decide to, to work on. Yep. Now, I know you'll say whatever rules are laid out by the AFL, the league, you'll obviously play too. I just had to ask, four and a sub um, on the bench remains. There was talk maybe of some clubs wanting five on the bench and we remove the vest. Just as a player, how much is the sub vest despised? despised um or disliked or not at all yeah i think it's just part of it i don't think um i think the only thing that i would despise is maybe debooing a player in it but that's that's the only thing that comes to mind i don't think there's anything else that um players are really too worried about and you're finally going to get to play in front of a full GMHBA stadium this year. So the new Joel Selwood stand opens uh, round one against the Saints. I think capacity now around forty thousand. So that's going to be that's going to be good. Yeah, it's unreal. Um, we've got a dinner in one of the um, main rooms next week. Uh, really looking forward to um, having a walk around and and looking at it. It feels like it's been three years now that um, it's sort of been under construction since they started ripping it down. Um, so yeah. It's really exciting for the club and, and for Geelong as well. Um, so, yeah, can't wait. Hey, great to chat to you, Tom. Really appreciate it. Thanks for taking the time out of your morning to, to join us. So best of luck for just the pointy end of uh, your preparation phase, of course, and uh, the practice games will be upon us before we know it. And obviously all the best for the season that's uh, about to ensue. No worries, Sam. Thank you. There's Tom Atkins there joining us uh, for SEN Geelong Membership Day. You can enjoy two for one on Geelong Cats three-game memberships. The code again is SEN Cats. Now, uh, for existing members, by the way, there's uh, something for you also. So for today only, you can upgrade your membership for just 50% of the upgrade cost. So a significant discount there. There's options for all membership types to upgrade and receive even more value this year. So for more details, you want to visit membership.geelongcats.com.au forward slash SEN Day, Geelong Membership Day. So Chris Scott joined Gary and Tim earlier on uh, in the morning as well. We'll play a bit of that audio for you shortly. Nathan Gardner, though, he's in the newsroom with the latest headlines.